I don't know what to say, really. Three minutes till the biggest battle of our professional lives all comes down to today. Either we heal as a team or we're going to crumble. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. We're in hell right now, gentlemen. Believe me. And we can stay here, get it kicked out of us, or we can fight our way back into the light. We can climb out of hell. One inch at a time. Now, I can't do it for you. I'm too old. I look around, I see these young faces, and I think, I mean, I made every wrong choice a middle-aged man can make. I, uh, I threw away all my money, believe it or not. I chased off anyone who's ever loved me. And lately, I can't even stand the face I see in America. You know, when you get old in life, things get taken from you. I mean, that's, that's, that's part of life. But you only learn that when you start losing stuff. You find out life's this game of inches. So is football. Because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small. I mean, one half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. On this team, we fight for that inch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the difference between winning and losing. Between living and dying. I'll tell you this, in any fight, it's the guy who's willing to die who's going to win that inch. And I know if I'm going to have any life anymore, it's because I'm still willing to fight and die for that inch. Because that's what living is. The six inches in front of your face. Now, I can't make you do it. You got to look at the guy next to you. Look into his eyes. Now, I think you're going to see a guy who will go that inch with you. Yeah. You're going to see a guy who will sacrifice himself for this team because he knows when it comes down to it, you're going to do the same for him. Yeah. That's the team, gentlemen. And either we heal now as a team or we will die as individuals. That's football, guys. That's all it is.
Now. What are you gonna do? somewhere we know. That doesn't mean you should know what to expect. Be careful. Look out for each other. This is the fight of our lives. And we're gonna win. Whatever it takes. Welcome back to the long overdue return of the Zero to 100 podcast. Uh, I apologize immensely, but with Christmas and the new year and everything going on, I didn't get a chance to get this uh, episode out sooner. But just to let you know that there are quick succession of episodes coming out. It's going to be this episode and then I have another Christmas related episode that is going to be coming out very soon afterwards. Um, so in this episode, I tried to get this out actually before, um, week 16 of the NFL season, because it was going into the fantasy football finals, which I was in, um, two out of my three leagues. I was in the championship game. Uh, one in particular that I immensely care about. I will share the results uh, of those later in the episode, but I was joined by my brothers Corey and Ricky, who were in the um, championship game for the Game of Thrones League, and I will also share the results of that later in the episode. So the opening was different from my typical um, zero to one hundred podcast open one because it was like I was trying to get people hyped because it was also before the Cowboys. Eagles game and it's like you know you want to get fired up and everything because even though I really really have been over Jason Garrett and even the Cowboys in general um, after the three game losing streak going into like before they beat the Rams and then going into the Philly game and it's funny like when I was at work because uh, I work here in Philly and you know the Eagles fans in my job was like oh, you know could get beat and blah 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 and all this other crap and I was pretty much telling them before I went on vacation um, how I really could care less at the outcome 
because either way I would be happy. Like, if the Cowboys were to beat the Eagles, of course, I'm going to be happy. I'm happy anytime the Cowboys beat the Eagles because I freaking hate the Eagles. So, it doesn't matter if I really dislike Jason Garrett or I really don't think this team deserves to get into the playoffs because they're not going to do anything. Um, I'm happy anytime the Cowboys beat the Eagles. It doesn't matter, especially if it means that the Eagles are done, like their season is over. Um, now... I was also going to be happy if they lose because after the Cowboys had beat the Rams and the way they beat the Rams, I had a fear that felt real that they would wake up, they would win the last three games of the season, which would be Rams, uh, Eagles, Redskins, and they would get into the playoffs and they would win the first playoff game because they'd be at home and who knows, depending on who they played, maybe they would win and get to an NFC Championship game. And I was like, that guarantees that Jason Garrett is coming back, which is like the worst thing ever. And even if they didn't make it to the NFC Championship game, I could see Jerry Jones talking himself into keeping Jason Garrett and just like firing special teams coach or whatever. And so like there was that real palpable fear that somehow Jason Garrett was going to somehow keep his job. So I am very overjoyed and happy to report as of the moment that I am recording this podcast. It was just a few minutes ago that finally, like everyone knows what happens. Of course, the Cowboys lost to the Eagles. They, you know, beat the Redskins the last game of the season. didn't matter because the Eagles beat the Giants to win the division. And Black Monday came and Jason Garrett wasn't fired. Tuesday came, Jason Garrett wasn't fired. Wednesday was New Year's Day and there still was no word that Jason Garrett was going to get fired. And every Cowboys fan across the planet had this definitely fear like why is this guy still here? Why is he not getting fired? What is happening? He's coming back. This can't be happening. And I was telling my wife, I said, listen, I love the Cowboys. I'm always going to root for them. That's my squad. But I said, if they bring this dude back, I will not watch a game next year. I will seriously not watch. I will be done with the Cowboys for that year because there's no way you can bring this dude back. But I'm very happy that I didn't have to be put to the test because he was fired. He was let go. And maybe they won't call it fire because his contract was up anyway. But I don't care. He's gone. And I know people were like, oh, Jason Garrett's a really nice guy. He's a good guy. You shouldn't be reveling in someone losing their job. And you shouldn't be happy when somebody gets fired. This and, that. and that's true. That's true. If a person, like, you shouldn't revel in that. But when it comes to Jason Garrett, you had this job for 10 years as a head coach. You had been with the organization for three years prior to that as an offensive coordinator. And it's just, there was zero like championship success with you at the helm. And they had cleaned house before they had fired coordinators and said, oh, give them another chance. Oh, give them another chance. And I'm just happy it's finally over. He's gone. He's not coming back. He's not going to be in the front office. He's not going to be in scouting. He's not going to be doing anything with this team. He's gone. And I am so freaking happy. I can't. Like, I'm fired up. Like I said, 
Cowboys didn't make the playoffs, but guess what? Now I'm fired up because this dude's gone. He's not coming back. That makes me very, very happy. I'm very, very pleased. And now I'm just excited about who they could possibly bring in next. But anyway, this episode itself is actually, again, about... Uh, that's not what this episode is about. It's about uh, the fantasy football championships and the playoffs. And again, I will go into the details of what happened later. But uh, oh, also, it's it's a follow up on my Thanksgiving episode because my brother Ricky didn't get a chance to uh, chime in on on my uh, on the Thanksgiving foods and stuff. And so we have a little brief conversation, also carried on about that. But. I, again, really apologize for being gone for so long. Again, the next couple episodes are going to come out rather quick. Then I'm actually going to take a bit of a break until um, I want to say spring because I want to piece some things together. But um, I really appreciate everybody that's been sticking with me and listening to the podcast. Like it, I started it in March of last year and I'm really, really happy to keep doing it. And I'm the goal for this year in particular like a resolution as you might want to say is to be more consistent with the podcast and that's why i'm taking a little bit of a break and then i'm going to come back with a vengeance and be more consistent with it but thanks for listening and this has been awesome i really appreciate all the support and this is a zero to 100 podcast episode 31 This is the Zero to 100 podcast. I know it's been a couple of weeks, but I am back. I have two guests. I have my brothers, Corey. Yep, I'm here. And my brother, Ricky. Yes, I'm here. All right, so initially, I meant to call, I, I wanted to do a podcast with Ricky because he had listened to the Thanksgiving one and he had a lot of issues with my uh, my food choices, but we didn't get a chance to get together. And so I also wanted to talk fantasy football because this is championship week. And so, uh, but before we get into the fantasy football, go ahead, Rick. I'll give you your, your chance to, to voice your uh, issues with my uh, dislikes of things, certain Thanksgiving foods and my likes. Yeah, uh, primarily it's about your issues with anything with, like, sweet potatoes. Like That's because sweet just, potatoes are I, gross. No, no. You can't <laughs> say that they're gross. Like, you can say you don't like them, but you can't say that they're gross. But like, they if are. We, if, if, no, no. Like, especially, like, to say sweet potato pie is, like, disgusting and acting like it's eating mayonnaise. It's gross, like, yo. They're, they're, no, because, like, first of all, sweet <laughs> potatoes are, like, sweet already. But then you just enhance them by adding, like, nutmeg and cinnamon and, like, some vanilla extract or something. I don't even know if you put cinnamon. I, I just said that. But, you know, like, sugar and all that other stuff. And then it just makes it even better. Now, like, pumpkin pie or something, like, pumpkin pie... Is just like pumpkins aren't even sweet to begin with. So like, if you want to hate on pumpkin pie, you can hate. But on they it. taste but practically like, the same. No, they don't. Now, now you're on crack. 
Like, they're not even the same. Now, the it's texture the same, may be Exactly. Similar. The texture is pretty much the same freaking thing. No, no, the texture may be similar, but the taste is totally different. Hey, Corey, when, totally. you, when you had mom's sweet, uh, sweet potato pie and her pumpkin pie, how much different did the pumpkin pie taste? Oh, my God. Why are you asking him this? Like, like he's not going to... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Anthony. The pumpkin pie was, um, yeah, it was, it was like similar texture, and she might have used like some of the same spices, but uh, the pumpkin pie was also good. So, you know, when my when yeah. mom made it, but did not it taste like pumpkin pie is like you know gross? It's just not as good as sweet potato. Like you I don't guys... think with pumpkin, but the tastes are two totally different tastes. I disagree. Like, you could never give someone pumpkin and give them sweet potato. Now, I don't know if there's a difference between sweet potatoes and yams. Is there a difference? I feel like they're the same thing. They're the same thing to uh, me. But mom's, mom's pumpkin pie, actually, I wonder if she met some sweet potato in there. Cause it, I was going to say, I was knowing her, she probably throws sweet potatoes in there. Yeah, because it, it, it tasted pretty close to uh, a sweet potato pie. Well, let me say this. Now, if you eat white people pumpkin pie or just any other random pumpkin pie off the street and then eat, like, mom's sweet potato pie, there's a distinct yeah, no. difference. Yeah, for sure. Even if I eat someone else's pumpkin pie and then eat their sweet potato, I can still tell the difference. Now... What really got me was the fact that you was like, oh, lemon lemon pie. That like, lemon pie is banging. Lemon pie is nothing but like just artificial flavoring and gelatinous stuff just thrown together. And it's like you can't hate on sweet potato because that's just sugar and whatever. It, that's weird to me. Uh, that's, that, I don't want to say it's gross, but it's weird. Well, the lemon pie is first off it is uh it's like custard it's like a have you ever had like like it's like a cream where it's like not cream but it's it's like a custard and that's lemon pie and it's freaking I mean, delicious I, I guess i mean i it's just it's very fake and i mean i don't it's just okay i don't <laughs> now if i had a choice between eating a lemon pie and sweet potato pie I'm choosing sweet potato all day, every day, like, yeah. without even thinking. It's not even a question. Because, like, one of the most delicious foods ever is, like, a sweet potato pie fresh out of the oven when it has the little sugary crisp on top. No. My goodness. Yeah. Like, it's the best thing ever. Look, it's, it's I'm good. just going to say both of y'all is wrong. I strongly disagree. But I gave you your opportunity. Now I'm. Wait, <laughs> I wasn't done though. Have you had Have you had pecan pie? Yes, I like pecan pie. What? Now, all right, <laughs> pecan like pie pecan is good, pie, but not sweet potato. Yeah, because now, pecan that, pie that, is delicious. Because pecans. Because pecans are delicious. Very weird. Pecans are delicious. I and I like the like that syrupy. Well, I've had sweet potato fries not too long ago. Those are the only kind of sweet yeah, potatoes those, I those can don't eat. Count. Uh, but yeah, but when was the last time you had a sweet potato pie, though? Man, that's got to be at least 20 years ago. 
And I don't, yes, I was an adult, but it's just, you know what, Shalay's mom made some sweet potato pie, and there's sweet potato pie in the refrigerator right now. I I was going to say no offense, but I'm just saying, there's some difference. Shalay's mom can cook. Shalay, they talk about your mom's sweet potato pie. No, no, no. I'm just saying, not like, I've had other people's sweet potato pie. I've had some (laughs) sweet potato pies, and I'm like, what the fuck? And you know, but I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know. I've never had her sweet potato pie, but I'm not I'll let y'all know. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. But and I try my sweet potato pie and try it like not fresh out because you're gonna burn your mouth. I've so tr- let it cool off a little bit, but not get too cool. I've eaten my sweet potato pie before. I mean, I remember when I was like. Only time I remember even enjoying it is when it fresh. I remember eating it and going, oh, that's not bad. Or it's okay, but I had to be starving. Oh, the other thing I wanted to say, because basically you were saying that because you thought sweet potatoes was overrated and, you know, it's a Thanksgiving food. It is. And I just want to say the most overrated Thanksgiving food is turkey. And I am on a movement to eliminate turkey from You know what? A lot of people should eat chicken wings. Everybody everybody be hating on turkey. And I don't get it. Because it's freaking delicious. It's turkey lame. is delicious. It's lame. Like, I, I, even if you make it good, okay. All right. But it's like chicken wings? Like, like so for Kenya. But you can have like chicken wings, whatever. Wing. Like, if you have like five different flavors of wings to eat versus eating some turkey at Thanksgiving, I'm gonna choose five different flavors of wings. Well, wings are delicious, but I could get that anytime at Thanksgiving and Christmas. I love having a roast turkey or a fried turkey. But I'm gonna have no dumb turkey because then, all right, so you ate the turkey that day and that meal. Now you got turkey sitting around forever. Nobody wants that. Uh, that's the best part is leftover turkey. You be making sandwiches for a week. Listen, those wings didn't make it past Friday at Kenya. I'm just saying. <laughs> you, you know what? I'm sorry, the other th- thing about turkey is, is like the only part that avoids. So that was the first part of my conversation with my uh, brothers, Corey and Ricky. Now, I don't know if you noticed, but there was a little bit of choppiness in the conversation because there was a bit of an issue um, with my recording of the episode it was like um sometimes there was an error with my with the program that i use and it like um falls behind the uh like there's a bit of a lag and it didn't quite keep up with the conversation so um sometimes i'll pause it or i'll stop it in the midst of the conversation but this time i let it run but i noticed that it did kind of fall behind and get choppy so it missed a piece here and there but um we get into the meat or the heart of what this episode was supposed to be about anyway so but i think it's it again it's just a little choppy but overall you get the gist of what we were talking about but um hope you guys enjoy this my brother's takes on thanksgiving food is 
terrible because the thing that did kind of get cut up was how they were talking about wings are better than turkey. But anyway, uh, <laughs> thanks for sticking around. Now we're going to get into the meat of what we were talking about, which is the fantasy football championship. This is the Zero to 100 podcast, episode 31. Just a quick reset. This is the Zero to 100 podcast. I am joined by my brothers, Corey and Ricky. And we were just sitting there talking about the Thanksgiving foods because Ricky had issues with my takes. I have issues with his takes, but that's not actually what this uh, episode (laughs) is uh, completely about. But it's uh, championship week for fantasy football. And in the Game of Thrones leagues that we're all in, Corey and Ricky made it to the final. They are uh, playing for the championship. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't this the second straight year that y'all are playing each other for the championship in this league? That is correct. And I'm not going to make the... Well, see, this is the thing. Last year when I played, my team, even though I crushed like the entire season, and I think I only lost one game, by the time I made it to the playoffs, my team was like limping across the line, and we weren't like at peak performance. But this year, my team is at peak performance, and everyone's healthy. So I'm feeling pretty good about my chances this time. Man, all I know. It could be just like last year because (laughs) I'm the hot team that just gets in the playoffs, and then I just go on a run because it's magical. Last year, especially, like, uh, I was the underdog because, you know, the league. The one that I care the most about, and did you scoop up his backup? No, that, let's talk about that. <laughs> I already told Corey because somebody who's not even in the championship scooped up his backup. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, it's, it's like not even in ninth place in the. Yes. Oh my goodness. Why exactly. That's what like I said. Why? Yes. You, Exactly, this nigga's a excuse me. This dude's a freaking a hole, and it's like, cause it's like I said to the dude at my job, he was like, "Well, was he playing for third place?" And I was like, "No, he's in ninth, ninth place." I mean, even if you were playing for third, it doesn't. Who cares? Like, nobody cares. Well, in this league, I just for second place, right? Yeah, I think it used to be third. It used to be third, but. Yeah, I think so it's now just, just first and second. Yeah, now it's just first and second. He's just, just like, yeah, what the F are you doing? Like, you're not, you're not. This dude's an a-hole. He's a straight-up a-hole. That's what he's doing. And it's like, but what, yeah. t- what ticks me off is like, it's like I said to Corey. I said, it's like, I, almost, I take that shit personally because I'm like, oh, so you personally trying to make me lose. Because, I mean, I, I still should win. I still feel good about it. But. If I don't get anything from Cook or if I don't get somebody from Monday night, then I could be in trouble. Like, I was looking at it because uh, I, I did pick up Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, so um, what? Yeah, you could beat me, you know, in the other one. That's, that's, what, what, ticks me, team, that's so. what ticks me off because I over – like, the team I had in – the barbershop league where I'm in the championship is literally almost the exact same team that I have in the Game of Thrones. I mean, in the Game of Thrones league, and I was like, okay, I'm 
I'm doing the same thing. I was in second place for both, and I was just like, you know what it was? And it was like I was looking ahead when I was, because I was like, oh, I got the sweet matchups in week 16, and I really wasn't even thinking about week 15 because I was like, oh, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to win that. Wait, you just thought you were going to beat me? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I just... I don't, why, why would you say that? Like, because, I just, um, so. because I was like, I felt good. Like, I was like, oh, I got Gordon and go up against Minnesota. Minnesota ain't got, like, their defense ain't that great. And I'm like, oh, I got Dalvin Cook. He been doing his thing. And I just, like, I don't know, man. I thought I was in good shape. I wasn't that nervous in facing you. Okay, uh, you know what? You saying that? <laughs> this time, you saying that because you won. It's alright. You know what? I said I ain't have. I I ain't want Corey to go back to back because I was like, oh, this dude can't go back to back. But now you talking too much shit. Whoop his butt, Corey! And I'm looking at the projection. I'll say this: I think Corey got the edge on you with Lamar Jackson because he's got Cleveland, and they're pretty much done. But Baltimore needs to clinch. If they win, they can clinch home field. And so... Mm-hmm. And that's really... Exactly. Exactly. That's the only player you have that I'm halfway concerned about. And Mahomes... You should be concerned about Zeke. That's what I'm about to say. Is Zeke versus Philly. With Dak being hurt. Yeah, because that's what I'm about to say with Zeke. Because Dak... Came out today. Came out today that he got a shoulder injury, and I'm like, that means they definitely not gonna try. To, I mean, he- so yeah. Sadly, uh, the conversation got a little bit cut off there, um, and unfortunately, Zeke had his second worst game all season long, which did not go well for myself or Corey. So up next is the final conversation um, I have with Corey and Ricky before um, the final, which was, again, we were talking fantasy football. We were talking about, uh, so we're going to talk about players that paid off for us this season and also some of the biggest busts we had. And at the end of it, I will give the results of what happened uh, in the fantasy football championships. This is the zero to one hundred podcast. He, he goes. I'm always like in the lower half or like halfway, but I end up generally like in the top three or something like that because I play supreme defense. So you had yeah. the you you <laughs> had the fourth. Okay, what happened when we played earlier in the season? Because uh, I don't remember. I, I mean, that Jackson and Zeke, but the rest is, and you know, I'm halfway concerned about uh, Perryman because I didn't realize he was on the waivers uh, still, and you yeah. picked him up. Otherwise, you know, I probably would have picked him up. My team is so good that I don't need it, though. That's the thing. So, <laughs> but you're not, you're not concerned about Mahomes going up against the Bears. Not a choice. I don't have another quarterback. That's how confident I was, like, this whole season. It's like, is the game in Chicago or Kansas? I think it's it is in Chicago. Chicago. I don't care, though. It's the in Chicago. Tough. He'll be He'll be fine. He'll be fine. And you're uh, not concerned about... Uh, you heard him saying against the Patriots. Here's the thing. I, I have no choice but to roll with him. You got McCaffrey. He scored, uh, he scored like, 29 points in the snow. 
you got McCaffrey, and McCaffrey is a beast without question. But you're not concerned that the Panthers is starting Will Greer and all the Colts going to do is be like, we just got to stop McCaffrey? That's how they've been doing this whole season. And he's still been killing it. I don't care. I don't even know who Will Greer is. I didn't even know he was starting. Yeah. I have no concerns because McCaffrey has been – McCaffrey has been money in every game except for, I think, like the second game of the season. But every other game this year, he's been like at least 17 to 18 points. Something yeah, like that. he is the number two fantasy scorer. Now, so this, this is why you, uh, Lost last year, are going to lose this year. Because you're relying on just the players that you drafted. I, I went back and looked at it, and I, I had a terrible draft. Like, when I look back at it, mm-hmm. there's only, like, maybe four players that I drafted that are still on my team, but I'm still in the playoffs because I'm a master of the waiver wires and matchups <laughs> and, and all of that stuff. I take pride in the fact that I never really care about the tight end or defensive positions, and I just pick up people throughout the season for those two. I, I will say that you drafted a good team, but yeah, you 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 are very lax in the waiver wire. But you know what I noticed, Corey, because like Rick doesn't see it, but do you don't you feel like everybody in the Game of Thrones league is super lax in on the waiver wire, especially compared to the uh, the barbershop league? Yeah, like, I was surprised that I got uh, Perryman and Will Fuller. Like, I, I, I thought about I wanted Fuller, and then I just put in Fuller in case I didn't get Perryman because I thought somebody else would pick him up because Evans and Godwin are out. So he's he's Jameis' number one target now. And they yeah, that's like the crazy. one I'm more upset about is that I didn't get him. I thought about Fuller, but I'm just like, hmm. Like, he's too, he's too hit and miss. And, I, like, granted, I probably could have picked him up and just dropped the Bills defense or whatever because, honestly, it doesn't make a difference because I'm not playing them in this end of the season. But uh, I'm I'm still not sure if I'm going to start Denver Z or the Bills Z. I might switch it up at the last minute. I'm not sure. So, but, um, yeah, yeah I, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to play Marlon Mack or Will Fuller in the flick. Say this. this. I'm going to say this. this Both of y'all are losers, and I don't really care because I'm focused on the real championship, which is that barbershop league. And I'm just, I I feel good, man. I feel good, but I'm like, all right. You know what? I'm saying saying it right now, next year, because I do this every year, (laughs) where if I would just. Like, I actually draft really well in the Barbershop League. Except this year I messed up my first two picks because David Johnson and Juju trades. Because I just, I just, I I don't know. Like, I, I said this before, and I, I think one of the ones I did with Billy earlier, uh, because I'm in another league, and, like, in that other league, it was like as soon as the draft was over, people was offering me, like, five different trades, and it got on my nerves. But, um... Like, uh, I just I just avoid it because I'm like, I don't want to, like, make a trade and then regret it. Like, and I don't want to, I don't want it to be a fair trade either. Like, I, because I feel like if it's fair, then there's no real winner and there's no point in doing it. So, the only trade, like, I don't think I've ever done a trade in, in the Game of Thrones League. 
Um, and the other one that I'm in, though, I did, I think, two. And I won both of them handedly. Because, uh, like, one of them was for, like, my running back for like Greg Olson and Cortland Sutton or something like that. See, you, then, you one of those. You one of those. Like, Tracy's I... Me, that was, they, they offered me the trade. I, I'll, I'll take it. But like, see, this is my thing. <laughs> I'm like, me and Corey, because like, yes, I get it that if you do a trade, it could come back and burn you or bite you. But it's like, I try to be at least reasonable. Like, that's the thing that annoys me. Especially in the barbershop league, because cats always be like, oh, I, I got overwhelmingly win it. Or I got. And I'm like, Nick, well, like, it's like, let's try to be at least balanced because it's a risk. Like, I'll give you this person, that's a risk, and then I'll take a little bit of the risk. But don't sit there and be. I made a trade this year in the. In the uh, I made a few trades in the barbershop league. The none of them really worked out for me, but I, you know. My thing is like if I have a, if I have an overabundance at a position like running back, but I'm weak at receiver or vice versa, then I'll I'll switch. You know, like I'll trade like if I got extra receivers, I'll trade them to get a better running back. Or you know what I mean. But it's like in the barbershop league, the only trade people will make is like they'll trade the same position for the same and and or they'll like it has to be like some crazy lopsided thing or whatever, but um, and in the game of Tones like this year, I traded Beckham and Carlos Hunt, mm-hmm. but um, you know, like uh, it, it, the like Beckham, he's on paper, he seemed like, uh, you know, really good, but he had a terrible season this year, so I was just yeah. tired of playing him and, uh, and him not doing anything, so yeah. I just, I regret, it, it was one trade somebody offered me uh, this year. It was Adam Thielen for Amari Cooper. And, again, it was one of those stupid trades, like, right before the season. So, I'm like, hmm, those two are probably about a wash. So, I'm just not going to do it. And now I'm just mad I didn't do it because, like, freaking Adam Thielen played, like, three games this year. Not yeah. really, but, you know, he was only good in, like, yeah. three games this year. And, uh, yeah. Like, <clears throat> I'll say this, like, typically, I, I'll do, like, a lot of moves, or I, I or I, I tried to have, like, a lot of, um, like, a lot of depth, but I, I took a page out of your book, Corey, because I remember something you said to me last year that I time took, is that you like to just have your key people, because that way, when you play, you don't have that much debate. Like, and that's that's what I that's the strategy I kind of went with this year because I was like, let me get my good people as many good people as I can for the starting role, and I'll make a switch out here and there on the waiver wire, but that person, and then I make that move, and then it uh, turn up, uh, it'll blow up in my face because I was debating, whereas if I wasn't debating, I just played one of them, then I'd have been okay. So, and it, it paid off for me this year. Yeah, so what you're saying is if you win the championship, it's uh, <laughs> basically I'm the architect or whatever. You call me the, but who the best, best GM or whatever. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying 
I'm just saying. And I see if you were owed them the victory to me. Because <laughs> you used my strategy to build your team. <laughs> I uh, still did the... All I know is you're losing this weekend. Well, good luck to both of y'all. Oh, let me, I will say this. Who would you guys say was the biggest um, fantasy bust this year? Like, player-wise, like you would think that mm. you thought would have been really good, but he turned out to be a bust. Give me a second. Let me think about this. Uh, well, okay. And this is uh, – let me think. I'll say – is it all right if I say three people? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. So, one, not that I drafted him, but I thought he was going to have a good season this year. But one was Jared Goff. Like, I actually considered drafting him for my quarterback because I was like, okay, he's put up two consecutive seasons of good numbers. He got better the second year than he was, like, you know, his first year starting. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know, we got all the weapons, so he should be good to go. And uh, I'm just glad I didn't draft him because he was pure garbage this year. And it was funny because someone actually tried to do a trade with me for Deshaun. Basically, it was like Deshaun Watson for Jared Goff and a bunch of other crap mixed in there. And I'm like, are you on crack? Like, Deshaun Watson scores like 10 more points a game than Jared Goff. But, uh, yeah, so I was, I was kind of surprised with him. Um, the other, and this is one that I did draft, and uh, I, I thought it was a huge bust, was um, I drafted Damian Williams, the Chiefs uh, running back, because oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, oh, you know what, I got, yeah, my third one is good. I was going to say someone else, but I'll say them now. But, um, so I drafted Damian Williams because I thought that, you know, he had put up numbers in Kareem Hunt's place last year. So I'm like, you know, he's got the full season of, like, being with the team, being the number one dude. He won't put up numbers. So I drafted him, like, in a couple of my leagues, and I picked him with, like, my second pick because I was like, I think he's going to put up Kareem Hunt-type numbers and Jamal Charles-type numbers. And he put up, like, none of those numbers. He had, like, one halfway decent game for me, and that was us up. But then my third one is uh, – Saquon Barkley, because I drafted him at another league, and I, he just never he just never came through and performed when I needed him to. And I was really mad because in my other league that I'm in, I lost my playoff game um, by, like, six points or whatever because Saquon Barkley put up, like, six points. And then, like, the following week against the Dolphins, I think he put up, like, 27 points or something, something mm -hmm. like that. And I'm like, why well, you didn't do that the week before? <laughs> like, that was his best game of the season. And it's like, you, well, you already suck this whole season, and then you play good when it doesn't matter anymore. So those are my three. Sorry. No, that's fine. So uh, my phone's breaking up, but... Uh, it's funny because like I have uh, I have like three players like between all the teams or whatever that I drafted that were bust, and I was trying to think of somebody because a couple of them were like injuries or whatever that killed them, and so then I was trying to think of somebody who was just a bust uh, without being injured. Um, I couldn't really 
I could tell you. Yeah, I was about to say, I had the one person who was a huge... Yeah, I, I didn't draft this person, and I'm glad I didn't, but Alvin Kamara's got to be a huge bust. Because I know... Uh, I was thinking him, yeah. Alvin Kamara then, had to be going, like, at least one or two in a lot of them. And he just... His season was absolutely horrible to me. Yeah. He yeah. did miss a few games, though. Yeah, but he yeah, he was worse than Barkley this year, I think, though. So. Yeah, it's yeah. like, even in but the... it was like, cause, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, go ahead. Yeah, even in the games that he he didn't miss, like, I looked at his numbers, like, his stats, for, like, that game where they played the 49ers, it was that shootout, and I think he only scored, oh, like, yeah. six points. I'm sitting there like, how do you only score single digits? In a shootout. Yeah. Like, that don't even make yeah. sense to me. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to say Todd Gurley, though. Oh, yeah. That's another one. He was. I think people but, didn't draft him there high, though. They didn't. Like, everybody was expecting it. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, went. either a, a first or second round pick for a lot of people. He went late. Mm. And, like, yeah. yeah, when I saw him, he went late. And I think even in, um, but at least he was getting touchdowns. Like, he wasn't getting yards, but he was at least getting touchdowns. Yeah, that's the only thing that saves him, though, is the fact that he keeps getting touchdowns. Like, well, I guess I'll trash this year. Because, like, Juju, like, he, he had the opportunity. Like, he was the man. He was the number one receiver. I know he lost his quarterback, but, um, Dynasty League, and he had uh, Jared Goff, and this was like early though. This was like early in the season, and um, or no, it was it was right before the season started. That's what it was. It was right before the season started, and somebody offered him. It was like right after the draft. It was before the season started. They offered him Lamar Jackson, and it was Lamar Jackson and somebody else for Jared Goff. And one of his players, and he was like, "No, absolutely not." And yeah. he was just like, <laughs> Man, that's a 
Yeah, he was like, and he was so mad. He's like, especially because it was a dynasty league, and you get to keep yeah. like a you know you you keep some players to, to carry over. And I was just like, man, oh, I was like, that sucks. I was like, I felt bad for. Him. I was like, yeah, that's a, I was like, that's a tough one, pal. <clears throat> but, yeah, that's the, the league that I'm in. The other one that I'm in, NFL.com. This is my first time doing it, but it's a dynasty league. Honestly, I don't think I'm going to keep anybody from that team because they all disappointed me, uh, mostly. Like, because they got on my nerves. Plus, I don't like the way they score because the quarterbacks only get, like, four points for a touchdown pass. That's ridiculous. Four points for a touchdown is actually standard. For a touchdown pass? Yeah, I've yeah, noticed it. Yeah, for quarterback, it's like... I don't like that. Yeah, I don't either. That's why I always change it to six. Because I just think that's ludicrous. Like, just... Yeah. I, I get, like, I get it. Like, how they... I guess they act like, oh, it's easier to throw a touchdown. I'm like, no, it's not. Like... Yeah. That's why some cats... And all... then that... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Rick. No, I was going to say, and then the other thing was, like, that league wasn't PPR, and I don't know. I like PPR PPR is cool. I mean, I, I I do like standard though. I think I like standard because you gotta put in that work. Like you you gotta find them points. Like PPR, I, it's like I feel like it's it's almost easy because you can be like, oh, I got a crappy running back, but oh, he gets a lot of catches, so that makes up for it. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, not that he's crappy, but man, those catches, yeah. those things are wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's always, like, an extra, like, three to four points a game. Yeah. So, um, what was I going to say? Oh, go ahead. Would you guys, like, Rick, you said you this first time you did Dynasty. I was thinking about oh, it. Can I ask a question? Uh-huh. Go ahead. So, you you made it say who was our biggest bust, but, like, what do you think was, like, your biggest steal? Oh. Um. Or player-wise. I, who would I say? I remember when you drafted him or picked him up off. From well, for me, it would definitely it would actually be Dalvin Cook because I got him late because and it's like he always got hurt and this year was like the he stayed the most healthy. Now, unfortunately, he started getting hurt at the worst possible freaking time for me. But yeah, that was Malcolm Gordon last year. He he was he was definitely a steal for me. Um, I would also say even Dak Prescott, because nobody was trying to draft Dak. Like, he was I, – I got him mm-hmm. – man, I think I got Dak, like, two picks from the end. Like, two picks from the end. Nobody mm-hmm. was trying to, to play Dak. But he was killing it. I mean, he he he, he – he had, like, two bad games this year, but – Typically, he wouldn't get below 19 points at least. Like he was, but he was always in the mid 20s, if not more. So, and I was gonna play him this weekend for the championship because what happened last year is I didn't play him, and if I had played him last year in the playoffs, I would have made it. Like I would have, I would have advanced, but I didn't anyway. But if he wasn't hurt, I probably would have played him this week. But I got Russell Wilson versus Arizona, and I feel pretty good about that. Oh, yeah, that's a good matchup. 
Um, well, for me, it's easy. Like, it's still, uh, so I have five teams. Uh, I did five fantasy teams this year. I had Lamar Jackson on all of them except one. But I got him in, like, the 10th round or later than everyone. So, like, Mm -hmm. I I didn't think he would be this good, like the number one overall player. But I did think that he would, you know, basically uh, put up, like, you know, like good Russian stats and then the pad, whatever pads and stuff would be a bonus. And so mm-hmm. uh, I, I definitely uh, yeah, he's he's thrown has he thrown five touchdown passes in like four games this year? I think three. Okay. That's why I think that's right. It, it might have been more. It was, it's at least three though. Yeah, I think it is three. Yeah. 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 That's just crazy. Uh, for me, it, it was Austin Eckler because I drafted him pretty late, and mm-hmm. I had him on a couple of my teams. And uh, I knew, like, because Gordon was going to be out, he was going to be valuable during that time. Um, I kind of thought though, when Gordon came back, like he would lose like all value altogether. Uh, but I just held on to him anyway, and it paid off because he still put up like uh, yeah. Most of the other games, he still put up like at least like ten points or something like that. Oh, say uh, he had one of his best games when Gordon was back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I just wish Gordon wasn't there at all. I, tr- I, it's funny because I remember when I um, drafted Gordon, I was trying to get Eckler as well because I drafted Gordy and you got him like right before I could could uh, get him mm. But, mm. <clears throat> so what I was going to say earlier was um, you know do you guys would you guys want to do a dynasty league like to keep players and, and carry it over in the future do you uh, like the fact that you get the redraft every year I, I'm, I'm kind of okay drafting someone every year because I think with Dynasty Leagues, like, apparently you give up, like, your first-round pick or something if you yeah. keep someone. Yeah. I don't know if it's a first-round, but, yeah, I'm, I, I would imagine it is. I mean, it's cool that you can trade draft picks in those leagues. I have yeah. Dynasty, but I that's all about, cool. Yeah, this guy, my job was – because when he was describing it to me, he was talking about how this one dude was just trading and – Accumulating all these picks, and I was sitting there like, "Oh, that sounds kind of fun." Like, I, I just like that always sounds so cool. Yeah, to me. I, I like it's funny. Like, it depends on. Uh, I guess what team you have. Like the year I won the championship in the barbershop league, I was like, like Mark had it set as a keeper league at first, and I was like, "Oh, is there, are we doing keepers?" And I, I would have liked it because I had um, it was Kamara's rookie year. So I had Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt. Uh, Zeke uh, and uh, Michael wow. Thomas. Good so like, you know. No wonder you won that, that year. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, if, if it would have been a uh, dynasty league, I would have, you know, depending on how many of them I could have kept, I would have been uh, like the Patriots or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'd be interested to try a dynasty league. I also want to try an auction league. That's what I was going to say. That's what I really want to try more than a dynasty is the auction. Yeah. 
because uh, I want to see how that goes. That seems like that would be interesting. That was yeah. That was a yeah. like this yeah. The guy at my job, he's in like he's in a dynasty league. He's in an auction league. He's in one league where they put a limit on the amount of moves you can make. And yeah, I don't think I would like that. I was like, yeah. I told him when he took when he described it to me. I said, there's no way I could do that. He and he was like, they did it because he won the league the first year. He made like over ninety something moves or something, and then they limited oh, yeah. it to where you could only make like forty eight moves for the season. And I was yeah. like, forty eight yeah. moves. I was like, what? I like that because I've been more strategic. Like. It is. I, I honestly, that might help too, cause that that it be making me mad when I go to get somebody and then somebody else already got them. Yeah. And it's like, like I said, cause what? Usually the waiver wise done based off of like your overall ranking, right? Yeah. Like your win loss record. Yeah. And see, that's yeah. the thing is like, again, somehow I don't generally end up with the most points in the NFL that time when that I was doing. It, it's, so it, you gotta be your master because, like, the year I won the championship, I was in first place all season long. Oh but yeah, that's right. I got, I got the, the players that I needed because I was a genius. I won the championship <laughs> playing Blake, Blake Bortles the last two weeks of the season, and that's <laughs> like, right. good matchup. And and the other, the funny thing was like the the moves that really won it for me was. I picked up Kamara on his bye week after the London game because, you know, it, it was right before uh, they got rid of Adrian Peterson and fully turned it over to Kamara and Ingram. So it's just like, it, it, it really is like, I mean, it, it was luck, I guess, some of it too. But it's like, you just got to be able to make, to like, you know, pick the right person at the right time. Yeah. Or whatever kind of yep. Thing. Yep. Let me ask you this, because I notice other people do this and I just never do it, but... Does it move you up in priority if you just drop a player without picking somebody else up? I, f- I feel like or it doesn't matter because I, I know that people do that. I don't and think so. I don't think I don't it think does. It just makes it a little easier. Yeah. I think. Yeah, because because I've noticed that and too. Like I. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, because I see people do that, they'll be like, and then all of a sudden they got somebody before me. And I'm like, what the heck? I was like, I thought I was in front of them or whatever. But, um, yeah, I never, you didn't have a, a spouse or a girlfriend or whatever in it, but like I was managing Chanel's team terribly, by the way. <laughs> but, um, and then I know Steph was, I guess, managing Kenyon's. I at least wasn't as blatant as Steph and like, Yes, <laughs> they was driving me freaking crazy, and then I was like, and then I was like, Kenya gonna sit there and go. I called Kenya, and Kenya was like, oh, I can't see my fancy team like last week. I was like, it's over for you. You're not even in the playoffs. Like it don't matter. What I still want to see. I'm like, whatever, yo. Your team is garbage, and Steph is a terrible GM, just like you. But yeah, yeah you know, he made like a hundred and some odd moves in that league. Yes, <laughs> yes, because he can't, they kept trading back and forth, and I was like, the I think the one that that made me the most like I really didn't care because I just was approving whatever. But the one that I refused to approve because I thought it was ludicrous was when Kenya was going to trade him Pat Mahomes for like nothing. And I was like, just yeah. ridiculous. I was like, just stop it. I was like, just, 
<laughs> it was like, knock it off. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But, um... Well, it was something I was gonna say. She, but I, I would do. I think we. I would be willing to put some kind of stakes on the line. But I think we have everybody would have to be in, and we would also yeah. have to, I guess, have rules in place against collusion. Yeah. yeah. I, I will. Yeah. Cause... You know what? Uh, that's what I was gonna say. I would like to, because uh, I listen to Bill Simmons' podcast. I would like to be able to vote someone out of the league. I feel like that would be funny. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's I, like I, I we. I listened to his podcast too, and I was like, that, that was that was. I, I told Mark about that at the barbershop, but he ain't. Uh, I tell you uh, what, I think we should break it up again. Yeah, I feel like that makes <clears throat> like if you have people that are consi- like the same consistent group of people that are in the league, I feel like that makes it that would make it funnier. <laughs> Somebody who's like, nah, you're not in the league this year. <laughs> All I know but is that would be better. If I if I freaking lose my fantasy football championship because Dalvin Cook couldn't play and I couldn't pick up his backup running back, if I lose because of that, I'm definitely gonna be like, let's vote this nigga out because I'm gonna go. I was oh man, I was so mad this morning. I I was seriously hot. I was like, yo, if I saw this dude in the street, I might punch him in the face. Cause I yeah, was so bad. It's like you're nowhere in any level of contention. Just stop making any news and yeah. accept that you suck. I'm gonna tell. Him, I'm. I think. I think I'm gonna talk tomorrow about yo. You need to put a lock on this because that's if if you like out of it, you don't need to be doing nothing. Like go sit down. Yeah, somewhere. like as soon as I got knocked out of the playoffs in my other league, like I did the Marvel. Um, rankings of the Disney movie rankings. I want to do like a, a Christmas movie uh, ranking list. So oh, just give it some um, thought. Like your top, um, your top ten or whatever. Yeah, but Christmas I'm just movie. thinking if I could even, uh, you know, I, yeah, I need to put this together. I'm like, I don't even know if I could come up with ten Christmas movies. I want to say it might be tough, but there's. I mean, I have a number of them. I think I could come up with ten. If 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 it. Turns out yeah. to be too difficult. We can drop the number, but just uh, give us no, some I, thought. I just thought about I'm like I think if you include like animated stuff. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, animated yeah, stuff I can, counts. I can probably get there. Yeah, animated stuff counts. Uh, yeah, that's, I think that's the only way I'll be able to get there. I would say yeah, animated yeah. stuff counts, and it doesn't matter the length. So it's like if you want to say like, because for example, did y'all know that the Mickey. Uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol was only 25 minutes long? No, but I believe it, though, because we, oh, um, we just watched The Grinch and Frosty tonight, and I think both of them is like a half hour. Yeah, half. like I knew The uh, Grinch. I know what my number one is, but okay. I knew The Grinch was only half an hour, but I swore that that Mickey's Christmas Carol was like a length of a movie. Like I thought it was like a hour because i like what it was i was looking on disney plus i said Something oh it's, with scrooge, right? yeah and it's like yeah. yeah scrooge mcduck and i was like i went to watch it because i was like oh see, i want to watch this this is my favorite when i was a kid and then i looked at it and i said yeah this show is like 25 minutes long i was like i swear this thing <laughs> i was like i swear this thing was like the length of a movie but anyway yeah. so give it some thought Thank you guys for uh, coming on and talking fantasy football with me. 
again, I still think your Thanksgiving food take sucks, but it's all good. And uh, good luck to you gentlemen. And uh, I'll and we'll follow up just to see uh, who won, who came out on top. I'm in two championship finals. All I know is there's only one I truly care about. I want to win the one that I care about. <laughs> Alright, talk to y'all later. Bye. Peace out. Alright, bye. So again, I apologize because part of the conversation was a bit choppy uh, again in regards to how it was recorded. So next time I think when I see that happen, I'm going to immediately pause and ask the person to repeat some of the stuff they said um, so I can make sure we get it all in there. So, how did it go? As I can say, I was going to be extremely upset if I didn't win one. Sadly, I lost both of my fantasy football championship games. Um, And the family one, I lost to my wife, which I say I still feel like I won because I'm the one that put her team together. And I was the one that managed her team. So, did I really lose? I don't know. I don't think so. But the one that I cared about, which was the barbershop league, that's the one I lost. And it sucked. I was very upset. And uh, like Ezekiel Elliott, like I said, he had his second worst game of the season. And it was just not good. And I also, I also blame the fact that I didn't stick to my rule. Like I have a rule where I really hate playing players against the Cowboys unless they're an absolute monster or a beast like I had Dalvin Cook and I played him earlier versus the Cowboys and that worked out for me um but I had Zach Ertz and he plays for the Eagles and I really didn't feel great about it but I also felt like they don't have any wide receivers like they're literally pulling dudes off the street to play wide receiver and um so Zach Ertz should be their number one target and like the game that Dallas Goddard had was the game I thought Zach Ertz was gonna have and so uh, I had Zach Ertz I also had Jared Cook for the Saints and I was really debating about playing Jared Cook but I just felt like Zach should be their number one target. He should throw. He should get like ten catches and a hundred something yards and maybe a touchdown. And um, that didn't pay off because Zachers got me two and a half points, whereas Jared Cook scored like twenty points, and that was very frustrating. But going into the Sunday night game, like I knew I was going to be leading going into the Sunday night game because the guy I was playing had Pat Mahomes, and. Um, I felt good because I was like, as long as I'm up by 40, I should be fine. I should win as long as I'm up by 40. And I was up by 39 going into the Sunday night game. And I still felt good because I was like, oh, the Bears should have some pride and they should have a good defense and they should be able to slow Mahomes down a little bit and just keep him in check. And uh, unfortunately, Mahomes scored 29 points and Butker scored 10. So he had a total of 39 and I was only up by like 0.24 going into the Monday night game. And I had the Vikings kicker. He had the Vikings defense. And I was like, I still feel good because as long as they, if they score the same amount, then I'll win. If, if the kicker scores more than the defense, then I win. I should be fine. And... I was like, the Packers should be able to score on them. As long as the Packers score and they don't turn the ball over, I'll be okay. 
unfortunately, they turned the ball over three times, and they got sacked. Aaron Rodgers got sacked three times, which gave his uh, defense 12 points, and my kicker only scored four points. So I ended up losing by eight points, and it was so infuriating because if I had just played Jared Cook, it wouldn't have mattered. Or if it was just like it was a number of things I could have did done. And it wouldn't have mattered. And uh, unfortunately, I did not win. Uh, I did finish second. I got my money back for it. And I did get a little extra since I finished second. But it just... uh, It ticks me off. And I also know I will never uh, play Russell Wilson in the playoffs ever again in life. Because he let me down tremendously. Just like how I got knocked out of the playoffs last year. Because Russell Wilson has worst game ever uh, of, of the season during the playoffs. He had a terrible game versus the Cardinals that weekend. Um, and that really hurt. That didn't help matters. But uh, unfortunately, Corey also suffered the same fate because he had Ezekiel Elliott and he it didn't pay off for him. And even though he had Lamar Jackson, who had a great game, Mark Andrews had a great game. He, he had made a few costly mistakes with uh, wide receivers that he had played. But Ricky ended up winning the Game of Thrones League. Uh, Corey finished second. And um, so it, it is what it is. I still am happy that I made it to the championship. But, yeah, it sucks. Like, you don't want to come in second. Um, but in terms of the Cowboys, like I said, I wasn't upset that they I wasn't that upset that they didn't make the playoffs like don't get me wrong I want my team to make the playoffs I want them to be successful but I have been saying it from the minute I started talking Cowboys on the podcast about how this year was gonna go it was either gonna be they were gonna make it far they're gonna make a deep playoff run and Jason Garrett would get his contract renewed or they wouldn't make the playoffs and he would get fired or they wouldn't go deep in the playoffs and he would get fired and so when they did not make the playoffs, the only thing that I had to look forward to was the fact that Jason Garrett was going to get fired on Monday, which is what they call Black Monday in the NFL because they're usually letting a bunch of coaches go. Um, but when he didn't get let go on Monday, I was confused. And then Tuesday came and he wasn't let go. They were saying he was still meeting with Jerry Jones. And then Wednesday was New Year's Day and he didn't get let go that day. And then as of today, he was like, they're like, oh, he's still meeting with them. And I'm sitting there like, what could you possibly be meeting with? And then everybody was speculating, like, he's coming back. And I remember I said to my wife today, I was like, if this dude comes back, I was like, as much as I love the Cowboys, if they bring him back, there is no way I can root for this team next year. Like, it's just not going to happen. There's no freaking way. I can't do it. I'm sick of Jason Garrett. He's had 10 freaking years. He's done absolutely nothing. The best he's ever done is get to the divisional round of playoffs. He's never been past that. I'm over it. I'm tired of it. He's had coordinators. Like, they changed out coordinators. Like, they were like, oh, it's not his fault. Let's fire the defensive coordinator. It's his it's defensive coordinator fault. Or, oh, it's not his fault. So, you know, he, he, he's, he can't call the plays anymore. Uh, let's just get an offensive coordinator for him. And then, okay, Oh, well, the offensive coordinator is bad. Uh, It's still not his fault. Let's just get rid of the offensive coordinator. And it's just, I I was over it. I was so tired of it. So it was like actually right before I started um, 
getting ready to record and post this episode that the breaking news came through that Jason Garrett was fired. And I know people be like, oh, don't revel in someone losing their job. Yeah, it sucks to lose your job. And someone that has been fired before, I know it sucks. But if you suck at your job or you're not doing a good job or you do something that constitutes you getting fired, guess what? Peace. Especially, like, it's just, like I said, Jason Garrett to me, just there's nothing he's done i couldn't even understand how he could possibly try to talk his way into keeping his job it made zero sense but it's also typical jerry jones and typical cowboys where i feel like they can't do anything the way that anybody else does it like everybody else is like oh coach is going let the coach go let the coach go let the coach go and it's like for it's almost like I was saying to Corey when we were talking about it during the week was I feel like Jerry Jones purposely does stuff because everybody's telling him to do it. And he's like, don't tell me what to do and don't tell me how to do it. I'm going to do it my way and I'm not going to let him go on Monday because I'm going to let him go when I want to let him go. And it's just, it's like almost if I feel like if all the Cowboys fans was like, no, keep him, keep him. Don't let him go. Let him, let him last till such such time then he would be like don't tell me what to do and then he would have fired him sooner but point is he's gone i'm overjoyed uh actually like i said i have uh, more episodes coming before i take the break uh so next episode is definitely going to be christmas related and then after that i'm actually going to do a cowboys uh round table with some friends who are cowboys fans and um we talk about who we think is going to be the next coach, who we want to be the next coach, how we feel about this team personnel-wise going forward. And then I'm going to take a break and then come back probably. I'm aiming for the spring, more than likely March, to kind of celebrate one year of the podcast itself. And um, like I said, the resolution for this year is to be more consistent with the Zero to 100 podcast. But I really want you guys to get involved. So you can always email the show at 0 to 100 pod at gmail.com. That's the number 0 T O, the number 100 P O D at gmail.com. Uh, also, follow me on Twitter at WCW Poet. Uh, you can hit me up on Facebook. If you got my number, you can text me. I have my friends that hit me up all the time. I'm excited about 2020. I'm excited about this new year. I'm excited about where the Zero to 100 podcast is going to go. And I am overjoyed and excited about, like, I hate when football season is over. Like, I know, like, the playoffs are still going and football season is still going. But technically, whenever the Cowboys are going, football season is pretty much over for me. And it makes me sad. But I'm super happy that Jason Garrett is no longer going to be the head of this team, which really makes me happy. And again, I'll get into the more details of that with the upcoming episode, but thanks for, for coming back and listening again. I really apologize for taking that long of a break. Uh, I'll talk about what I did over the Christmas break with my family, which was awesome. Um, but this has been like a pleasure to do as I enter this new year. I look forward to doing more, and I hope you guys stick around. This has been the Zero to 100 Podcast. We out.